people, 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 welcome back to another episode of The Arsenio Buck Show, bringing to you today a very special one. Not sure how long this is going to be, but I was reading this, and I realized, oh my god, how amazing this is, and how amazing Twitter is, and how amazing social media is in general. So, now check this out. Let me, let me give you guys an example from his book, right out of his book. He said, think about it this way. There are so many different people who are sending, of course, Gary Vee, um, so many messages in terms of, hey, how can I get an internship at ESPN? How can I get an internship at Bleacher Report? How can I get an internship at any sports media outlet out there? So, I want to give you guys an example of the age we're living in now versus the age we were living in back in 2004. I remember when I used to watch sports when I was young, around, what, when I was 16, and I remember there was a show... And this show was like uh, ESPN's best sports anchor or something like that. And I remember there was these two, there was probably about 30 applicants, but from those were probably about 4,000 different applicants trying to get a single job with ESPN on TV. Now, one of the most difficult parts about this was they had to go through so many things. They had to rehearse. They had to get their their teleprompting reading skills up. They had to do so many different things. And finally, they elected this guy, who I think still works for ESPN today, as, uh, let's say, the, the head guy. So he ended up being, of course, the go-to guy in terms of delivering... Um, all the messages, all the, uh, what is it, basically the live video feeds and whatnot. So let me put it this way. Who do you think ESPN would give an internship to? Because back in the day, who knows how you could actually land that job? I don't know, sending emails in? I don't know, going by the office every day? I have no idea. But who do you think gets the job? The unknown kid who sends his or her resume in along with 4,000 other people applying for the same job? Or the kid who becomes a regular active presence in the Twitter feeds of all the ESPN personalities and staff who actually rely on intern help. You see how that works? Think about it. All the writers out there at ESPN. Now, of course, this probably doesn't relate to a lot of you. But I'm just telling you how the power of not only online and, you know, developing an online pre- Well, actually, yes, developing an online presence, but how Twitter actually works. If you really think you want to become a sportscaster, honestly, create a podcast, create a YouTube, do probably three YouTube videos a week, do one live YouTube video a week, do a podcast every day, um, and literally deliver all the news that you see that's going on out there from a different perspective, given the pros and the cons, but don't make it so negative. Make it more positive. Like, okay, so what would you guys like to and try to engage with your audience? Not only that, but I want every writer from Myron Metcalf, I think he's the one for college basketball, to everyone who does the college football, to everyone that does the NHL, LeBron, and all the NFL personalities, the Trey Wingos, the, the whatever their names are, engage with everything they say on Twitter and have conversations and start following people. And you know what? The more you brush up on your grammar and use correct grammar and use very insightful text for all the conversation feeds, guess what's going to happen? That's going to ultimately what differ- that's going to differentiate you from everyone else and all the other personalities out there. So Gary V, he actually broke this down. He said on day 1, you could do this, right? He said you should just start writing the 280 character limit right now, right? It could take you probably 11 tweets to say everything you want to say about you. 
That's okay. Or you could try recording a video of yourself talking about whatever topic it is. Now, again, you want to go to the trending topics. Now, honestly, the Vegas Golden Knights right now, if my brother was smart, because he actually plays for the drumline, he would be on the Vegas Golden Knights putting all his videos up in terms of drums, referring them to his thing, create a banner that signifies what he's doing, develop a website, develop a blog, develop clean sheets of music. All of this stuff. Now, you guys have the ability to do this, too. Not just my brother who doesn't take advantage of the, abil- uh, you know, of the capabilities of basically the internet. But on day one, basically what you're going to do is you're going to find out what the trending topic is. Find out what you want to talk about. Listen, this is how Thai people have gotten famous. There's a guy by the name of My Mate Nate. Who has a YouTube channel that has probably like 5 to 10 million followers. You know what he does? Clown ass shit. I guess just like what, um, what's his, what, what's that guy's name? Jake Paul? Lo, Logan Paul. There we go. Logan Paul. He posts a lot of crazy ass videos. And the thing is, his audience ba- is basically directed between, you know, directed at people 10 to about 20 years old. Right? So it all depends on audience. Now, my mate Nate, he actually, I think, speaks a little bit of Thai, or maybe he speaks fluent Thai, and he does a lot of pranks. And not only that, he came under fire for doing something, trying to publicly deface all this crazy stuff, but the thing is, Thai people love him. Thai people absolutely love him. This is what happened with Ajahn Adam. Ajahn means teacher. He created an online presence using Twitter and YouTube and everything, and now he does live Facebook videos, I think, every Friday in terms of teaching grammar. Now... The problem with a John Adam is, teacher Adam is, and of course he's from Utah, graduated from University of Utah, is that he speaks in only Thai. So now only one country on the planet is going to be tuned into his work. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's what I'm saying. English is the universal language. Whatever you're trying to go after, if you want to just stay in Thailand, fine, just stay in Thailand. But if you're trying to get in touch with the BTS, if you're trying to get tickets to all these Korean K-pop bands, or you're trying to, you know, get in touch with some opera tickets or some of those beautiful uh, symphonic, uh, what is it, orchestra-related stuff out there in Latvia and Italy, you're going to have to speak the language in terms of that. But listen, English is the most powerful and the number one language in the world. You got to know this shit. Now, this is for all my English language learners. But anyways, you guys get the drift. Look at the trending topics from your phone. Okay, tune into that. See what the trending topics are. See if they relate to you. Okay, relates into your, your, your field of work. After that, you're going to have to exhaust yourself by using hashtags, uh, by using, you know, different topics in your tweets, uh, trying to, you know, engage in conversations with just about everyone, replying to just about everyone. If you're one of those dumbasses who actually talk about politics, you're going to respond to every negative thing and you're going to get 10 times more negativity back. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, there's a lot of disgusting different accounts out there that spew a lot of negativity and they're pro-Trump or pro-this or pro-that, whatever it may be. But the thing is, they created an online presence, and it's that easy to do it. They used Twitter, obviously, to a disadvantage, and you could do that too. So what you need to do, you need to show how well-rounded you are by sharing your thoughts. Don't be too goddamn negative. Get the facts out there in terms of sports, in terms of whatever you're going to do. Just veer away from the negativity because the thing is, one negative comment will attract 100 negative comments. 
One positive comment will attract probably 100 likes and maybe two to three comments, probably with a negative comment and somebody saying, oh, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Just be ready for it. Doesn't matter what you're trying to pursue. NHL, MMA, PGA, World Taekwondo, goddamn World Cup's coming up. Guess what? During the World Cup, um, no, I'm sorry, during the Euro Cup 2012, I met two friends from um, Indonesia. I remember one girl's name was Legina, and the other one, who was the main friend, you know what, I, I met them by hashtags. Oh, to even put this into perspective, I had a Twitter a long time ago, I don't know which one it was, but there was a, there was a lot of things going on in terms of the Olympics back in 2012 too, because I think that came after Euro 2012, and so they were talking about um, the guy that killed his wife for South Africa, the one that has only one leg. Or, yeah, oh, I forgot his name. Pistorius, Pistorius, Oscar Pistorius, something like that, something Pistorius, you guys know what I'm talking about. Now, this particular guy, I thought it was completely inspirational, and you know what? I was looking at the other comments, and I saw this beautiful Asian girl. So me and her just started having a conversation. We went back and forth seven times, and you know what? I clicked on her bio. Guess who she was? She was a professional porn star. <laughs> <laughs> it's guys they, I, I mean horrible decision well it doesn't matter listen we were just having a conversation about something that we, we related to that is all i never spoke to her again after that by all means bye duh of course i'm not going to speak to a professional porn star and befriend a professional porn star but a lot of you would say well why not well hey well maybe if they want to come up to me and ask me for something fine i'll help them but it ain't that type of party believe me it ain't that type of party but you guys understand, I met two wonderful Indonesian friends uh, back in the day, and this actually, you know, Indonesians are just flat out awesome, period. Um, and while I, you know, when I met them, we, and that was through Euro hashtags. And one comment is talking about Spain, and Spain went on to beat Italy in the final. Bullshit. And I, I was like, man, I hate Spain. She's like, I hate Spain too. I was like, you're cool. Where are you from? Indonesia. Oh my god, I just came back from Thailand. We became friends. And you know what? We ended up going separate ways after a year or two years, but it doesn't matter. You guys understand what the point is. The point is, I met someone like 10,000 kilometers, freaking like 6,000, 8,000, 10,000 miles away from where I live by using a damn hashtag on Twitter. All right? You got to reply to famous people. Okay, BTS probably, BTS is that K-pop fan, right? They probably have about 50 million followers. Put the notification on, and when you get that notification, uh, that they actually posted something, you want to immediately click on it, drop everything you do, immediately click on it, and hurry up and post something, because that means your comment is going to be at the very top, therefore everyone's going to see your comment first, like it, retweet it, or even comment on yours. This is how you could rebrand yourself too, depending on what you're trying to aim for. Um, go after the well-known sports writers or the well-known writers of the directors or this or that, the personalities, the coaches, the athletes, whatever field that you are interested in, go after that. That's the first day. You're going to have to take four to six hours to do that. Second day, you're going to have to do it again for another four to six hours. Remember, even if you could do it only for what Gary V said, 11 minutes during your, uh, your lunch break, 11 minutes is better than zero minutes, okay? Day three, probably Saturday, off day, whatever it may be, perfect. You're going to have to go at it for a hell of a long time now. 
We're talking probably 6 to 12 is what I would say. But although that's crazy, crazy long, uh, especially glued into a screen, that's really bad. You're going to have to take breaks. But this is what Gary Vee was talking about. This is, what, this is how you're going to have to go hard. During your commutes, guys, you already have probably two hours a day to do it. All right? So I don't want to hear, oh, when I get home, I can't do that. Fine, do it during your commute. Okay? Do it during your lunch break. Okay, while you're eating, there are ways that you can engage in, di- you know, different material around you. Day four, Sunday, rest day, if you want to sleep in, whatever, or you can make it count. Day five, you're going to have to go back to work or go back to school, tweet during your downtime, during, between classes, meet your parents for dinners, of course, put the phone away, but after that, when you have a test to study for, whoo, there are so many different things you can continue on doing, and you know what? What's ultimately going to happen, your goddamn eyeballs are going to be callous. Your eyes are going to be bleeding, as Gary Vee said. But you know what? This is how you're going to get glued in to that Twitter environment, that platform, and using it to a way, to a way that's going to disproportionately impact your entire life and can land you whatever job or whatever conversation or whatever followers or whatever your intent is. This is how you utilize the platform. Because, guys, I just gave you two examples that I have never just talked – I've never talked about until now. I met folks in Indonesia back in the day, and there have been a lot of people liking my post off India uh, because I always respond to Valuetainment. And Valuetainment has a very, very mi- – a, a big Middle Eastern uh, following base. SoundCloud, obviously, Middle Easterns love SoundCloud. I'm talking about every country from Oman to Syria. They all listen to me on SoundCloud. You guys understand what is happening, okay? So you're going to have to begin to utilize this. And once you start utilizing this, your life is going to change. Now, drop everything you're doing. You've just finished listening to my podcast. Congratulations. If you survived all the way until now, congratulations. Excuse my French. Now it's time for you to figure out what brand you're going to create, what online presence you're going to create on Twitter and get after it right now. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.